Welcome to the MS Daily Podcast. This is episode 282. And weight loss in 2019, it can be pretty overwhelming. If you're trying to lose weight, you pick an eating plan that you think you can follow, one of the major eating plans, or you build your own. Super simple there. You pick five, seven, however many foods that you could eat in a regular rotation. And you start eating those. Mostly those. You then find some activity that you like to do. Could be working out. Could just be moving around more during your day. And uh, if you're really wanting some information around this, you pick up a fitness tracker for $100, $200. And you use an app like MyFitnessPal on your phone to track your food. And what you do is you keep getting activity consistently, following that eating plan consistently, and you do a progress update every couple of weeks. So that means you get on the scale, you take a waist measurement, and you take progress photos. And you just collect that data. And that's really what you do. If you haven't seen things change in six to eight weeks, you might want to Look at making minor adjustments. But those minor adjustments usually come down to eating a little bit less or moving a little bit more. Because it is all about, even though the calorie deficit and the numbers that you're taking in, even though they're estimates, that really is what it comes down to. Um, now, the tendency whenever things aren't going the way that we want them to when it comes to weight loss. Uh, we got two things here that really mess us up. One, we make changes way too fast. I mean, there are people that will, after each weigh-in, if, it's not, if the scale isn't going in the way that they want it to, they'll make an adjustment. And it's usually a drastic one. Um... Meaning they'll cut out, you know, uh, entire food groups. They'll cut out an entire meal. Uh, but it's it's being very reactionary. Now, you have to adapt and adjust things as you go along. But you don't do that from one way into the next. And if you're doing weekly weigh-ins, or even if you're doing weigh-ins every couple of weeks, and you're constantly making adjustments... Because you're trying to appease that number that's in front of you that you're seeing on the scale. You're constantly going to be chasing it. And you're not going to enjoy that process. There are people that end up losing weight that way. But at some point, they get tired of that whole thing. And they just make a decision to stop for a while. And then when they stop, because they've been so you know focused on this and fixated on the number for so long... A lot of times they just completely go away from it. And then they come back. And then they start it all over again. Uh, the other thing, besides making adjustments between weigh-in and way, you know, one way into the next, is that we have a tendency to want to just add things. So if we're not just making a drastic change, we want to add things to our plate. The process isn't going the way that we want it to, so we're going to add things to make it more complicated. We all do it. We've all done it. But think about all the options you have. Think about all the recipes you can pull off Pinterest. Think about all the lists you can create. 
Think about all the optimal workouts, quote unquote, that you can research and try. And then what happens when you do all that stuff and that next weigh-in isn't working out the way that you want it to? The instant reaction is to change things up, do something drastic, and or add more to your plate. But if you really want to be successful with this, it's best to simplify things. Start with the basics. Take into account all the activity you're doing each day. Get the estimate on how many calories that you're actually burning. And then get the estimate on how many calories you're actually eating. There's nothing that's inherently good or bad when it comes to exercise or eating. It's all based around your preferences. And if eating a certain food you know, is going to help you stay consistent on this stuff and not feel deprived, then eat that food. You know, I like to eat the 85% dark chocolate. It has more fiber than sugar. It would be viewed by most people. They'd say, yeah, that's actually a really good snack. But if instead of two squares of that, you want two squares of cherry tango, which basically is milk chocolate with bits of cherry in it, which tastes delicious, by the way. Calorie-wise, it's about the same. It's got more sugar than fiber. You can get a couple squares. It's like, you know, instead of 115 calories, we might be talking 130, 140. It's still going to be a bit. But if eating that every day means that you're not eating, you know, a candy bar that's three to 400 calories, then it's a fair trade-off. So, I mean, everything comes down to context. Except for this one thing. That when you're struggling... When you feel overwhelmed with weight loss or life, or you feel like things aren't working the way that you want them to, instead of changing or adding things to your plate, just keep going. Because if you're consistent on whichever plan you're following, you're going to be successful. Because there is no end to this. You're still going to be following an eating plan, you're still going to be exercising. Like, and, and the way you're eating now when you're losing weight is how you're going to eat after you lost the weight. Otherwise, you're going to put the weight back on. So, you know, with this being a long game that you're playing, there's really two things that, that I want you to take from this, which is one, even if you're following a plan almost to the T right now, 100%, if you hearing me say that you're going to be eating this way for the rest of your life like makes you anxious or nervous. You need to loosen the reins a little bit and find something that you can can stick with long term. But the other thing is, and this is in the context in the context of this situation, this is more important. When things aren't working out the way that you want them to, and you have the urge to add things on, to get new recipes to join a new group, to do something new, to shake things up. Keep doing what you're doing. Give it more time. Now, again, you can make subtle adjustments. You know, six to eight weeks, if you're still not losing weight and you're not losing anything off your waist, 
take a couple hundred calories out of what you're eating every day. By that point, you've got so much info on like what the average amount of calories you're taking in versus the average amount of calories that you're burning on those estimates. You can make small adjustments and then see where that takes you in another six to eight weeks. And then you've actually got some info that you can use to make an, a, an educated guess on your entire process and you can make adjustments. But instead of saying from one way into the next, which in a lot of cases is one week to the next, if not sooner, I'm saying give it 12 to 16 weeks before you really know. And then when in doubt, simplify. When overwhelmed, simplify. Again, this is about following an eating plan, getting a, an estimate on how much food you're eating and make sure that the energy that you're, you're burning through activity and exercise Make sure that estimate's higher than what you're taking in. Now, there's so many different directions that you can go from this, but I mean, if we're looking at, at actual weight loss, keep it simple. Because simple consistently beats fancy inconsistently all the time, hands down. Fancy and intricate doesn't work in something that you've got to do every day for the rest of your life. Because that stuff wears you down. So, um, with that being said, if you're trying to lose weight right now, let me know how you're going to keep things simple. Simple and straightforward. You can either DM me on Instagram, I'm at yourlevelfitness, or you can email me, that's daryl at yourlevelfitness.com. That is D-A-R-Y-L at yourlevelfitness.com. Thank you as always for listening, and I will talk to you again real soon.